Welcome to This Little Light of Mine, the podcast where we stand up for love and prioritize mental health, emotional health, and spiritual health in your life and in the lives of all people. Here's your host, James Powell. How are you doing? No, how are you really doing? And it's okay. You've got permission right now to feel all of those feelings. This year has been a doozy for so many of us. And if you're anything like me, the holiday season usually amplifies any of my feelings of loneliness, disconnection, or otherness that may be swirling around in my own head. And I know I'm not alone on this one. For many queer people of faith, the holiday season can be really hard and really dark. And that cheery exterior that we're expected to portray in pictures, at parties and on social media, even that cheery exterior we're supposed to be when we're around our family. That's not the reality for many of us. Growing up, I was constantly reminded that Christmas is a time of warmth, happiness, chestnuts roasting on an open fire, singing carols at a candlelit Christmas Eve church service, and joyous family celebrations where you lovingly exchange gifts and where you spend time relaxing, connecting, and sharing meals with close family relatives. You know, all those fuzzy warm images and picture-perfect endings we see on the Hallmark Channel. And for some, yeah, that is their reality. But for others, for people like me, it can be a fantasy and a painful reminder of what I'm told I wasn't allowed to be. Last Christmas, I was on here and I talked about how hard it was going to be for me to spend the traditional family Christmas together with my extended family. And over the course of this year, things have evolved with my own family. And this year, instead of forcing myself to show up in what I consider an unsafe environment where I need to dim or hide parts of me so that I can respect my siblings' religious and parenting choices, I've made a new choice. Part of my own growth journey is listening and honoring the parts of me that feel unsafe. I've grown to a place where for me, this means declining the invite to attend my family Christmas with my siblings and my nieces and nephews. My personal decision didn't come easily and it was the result of many conversations with my parents and attempted conversations and reach outs with my siblings. And this is where we're at right now. And as I continue to grow forward, one of the man-made lies that I'm starting to push back against is a false definition of love that I've heard from so many evangelical Christians. It goes a little something like this. We love you and accept you, James. We just don't agree with your lifestyle choices. We want you to be here. We want you to be part of this. But we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one. This year, Glennon Doyle on her podcast, We Can Do Hard Things, spoke truth into what I've known and felt inside the core of my being for decades. Nobody, nobody has the right to disagree with another person's identity. When you disagree with someone's identity, you are not disagreeing. You're rejecting them. You're not loving them. 
When you disagree with another person's identity, you're engaging in an act of violence as you push one of God's creations away. And this is not love. What individuals are really asking when they say, we're going to have to agree to disagree on this, they're asking, can I reject you and still love you? And the answer to that question is no. For years, I was confused and hurt by this type of religious gaslighting. I was gaslit by the word love. I heard the word love, but I didn't feel or see any of the action behind that word. For years, I allowed that gaslighting to weigh heavy on my soul and allowed it to continue a false narrative that I was broken. And to hide my feelings of brokenness, I forced myself to go along with so many of the supposed to's that can go hand in hand with this time of year. For queer Christians, Christmas can be a time full of these supposed to's. You're supposed to prioritize and want to spend time with your family of origin. You're supposed to be excited with your friends and colleagues at work about the holiday break. You're supposed to visit your family's church or take part in religious traditions. You're supposed to quote unquote tone things down or you're told not to rock the boat so that more conservative or older family members or children don't feel out of place. You're supposed to dress a certain way, be a certain way and smile like a normal person so that we can take the perfect picture as one big happy family. For some of us, we're told, you need to be here to celebrate with us. Show up so that your mother is happy for at least one day this year. Or, we'd love you to come, but I need you to leave your partner at home for this one. Or, I need you to be straight. Or you can come if you come as the gender that I want you to be so that you don't upset your great grandmother because you know it might be her last Christmas. Or you're told you can be the fun gay uncle, but watch out for the many unwritten and unspoken rules of what you're allowed to say, and especially what you're not allowed to say. And for others, maybe you're told, we need you to not come because you being here and showing up authentically would cause too much tension for others in the family. Or you can show up, but we're not going to acknowledge, affirm, or ask any questions about the other parts of your life that we might not agree with. And when we don't follow the list of supposed to's, rules, regulations, and traditions, a couple of things might happen. You're pressured by other family members who say, come on, do it for mom. Why would you want to ruin Christmas just to make a point? It's Christmas. It's not a protest. Or maybe you're pressured and you're beat up by yourself. You go inside, you chastise yourself for making such a big deal. You hate yourself for not being able to be thankful or to appreciate everything that you do have. You need to be thankful for the family you've got, you say. If any of this is resonating for you, I want to validate and affirm all of the many different feelings that might be going on inside of you over the next couple of weeks. All of your feelings are real. All of your feelings are allowed. And yes, 
many of these feelings can be quite painful. For most of my adult life, I would go along with all of these supposed tos. I would follow the rules and go along with the act. I'd attend my family Christmas celebrations, and as I would drive home after, I would sob uncontrollably in my car. I would beat myself up and I would wonder, why can't I just be normal, loving, and fit in like everyone else? Why do I always have to make such a big deal and act like such an outsider? As I would let these thoughts spin and spin inside my head, I would continue to affirm the well-worn narrative that I didn't belong, that something was wrong with me, and that I felt this way because of my brokenness. At 44, I'm thankfully starting to know that those thoughts that can spin around in my head they're not me, and they couldn't be farther from the truth. Many of the fun, warm, and loving family holiday traditions are trauma triggers for 2S LGBTQ humans who grew up in religious homes. These family holiday traditions can be a reminder and a celebration of everything that the church said that we are not allowed to be. For queer Christians, Many churches continue to teach and reinforce that because of who God created us to be, that we are not allowed to love, and by extension, that we are not ever allowed to have the type of family that we were born into. So when I force myself to show up as the fun gay uncle, smile for the family pictures, exchange gifts with my nieces and nephews, and listen to the stories of their family lives, I'm also experiencing deep loss, grief, and anger. Yeah, anger. Anger for the man-made rules, beliefs, and traditions that my church and my family held over me as I was growing up. So for those of you who might look upon the next two weeks without visions of sugar plums dancing in your head, I want to offer seven holiday survival tips for 2S LGBTQ humans. Number one, your number one priority is your personal, physical, and emotional safety. Your number one job is taking care and loving yourself. It's not your job to manage the feelings of other members of your family. Your job is to take care of you, however that looks like for you. Number two, the holidays can be one of the biggest trigger times for religious trauma syndrome. And if you still haven't heard of that, look it up online. It's a thing. So know that any of the trauma responses that you may be experiencing, they are very real. Do you feel pulled to fight? Do you feel pulled to flee? Do you feel pulled to please everyone? Those may be trauma responses. And they are happening to you because of what may have been done to you and not because you are broken or that you are a bad person. Number three, feel all of your feelings and try to be as gentle and as non-judgmental with each feeling. When you deny, shame, or try to suppress your natural feelings, you're continuing the cycle of abuse and you're wounding yourself. 
It's okay to be angry while watching others open gifts on Christmas morning. It's okay to not be in environments with others who openly choose to reject you. All of your feelings are valid and your feelings do not define who you are. Not feeling full of gratitude and joy doesn't mean that you're broken or that you're a horrible person. It means you're a human and you're having a natural response to something that may have been abusive and or traumatic. You are even allowed to have feelings that you may define as negative towards family members and others in your religious community. For some of us, these people were and continue to be our abusers, even if they say they love us and care deeply about us. Number four, listen to your body. Go inside and ask yourself what you need to feel safe and to feel loved. Many of the body sensations, thoughts, and feelings you have are signs and signals to help protect you. Number five, you are allowed to define your own boundaries and your own limits. You do not have to follow any rules, traditions, or expectations that do not make you feel safe. You are allowed to have a voice. That's why you're given a voice. And you are allowed to make your own rules. You can show up for an hour. You can go but not attend a church service. You don't even have to spend the night. You don't even have to go at all if that isn't what you want to do. And the choices that you make this year, they don't have to be the choices that you make every other year. They're just what you're making for you right now. Number six, know that you and who you are as a human is not the problem. Hate, fear, and homophobia, that's the problem. I'm very thankful that Canada finally passed a national ban on conversion therapy earlier this month. Our churches fought hard against this ban. They wanted to continue this deadly practice, but they lost. Our society is slowly catching up and recognizing the hate and homophobia that has existed inside of our religious spaces for generations. This new law now confirms that many of the quote-unquote loving outreach and missions programs that I was so scared of as a child would today be considered criminal activity. Those conversion therapy leaders that we prayed over, we called missionaries and we gave money to, would now be considered criminals. Queer children have intuitively known that these actions and practices were never about love. And finally, our society is starting to listen. And seven, take some time to ask yourself, what would make this holiday break special and fun for me? What would fill you with joy and surround you with the love and the support that you deserve? This year, I work with my parents to adjust some of our holiday traditions. Instead of showing up to a full extended family affair on Christmas Day, where I know all parts of me aren't loved and welcomed, we've created something new. My parents are coming down to my place on Christmas Eve to share dinner with David and me. We've got our COVID rapid tests all ready, 
and we're looking forward to a fun and casual night together. And this is what growing forward looks like for me right now. I get how hard this time of the year can be. I know how desperately hard so many of us want that perfect Hallmark Christmas fantasy to be our reality. It's not easy not being part of what is generally accepted and what everyone else may be doing. But that doesn't make you wrong. No matter what your reality is this holiday season, I want you to know something with absolute certainty. You are loved unconditionally by God who made you exactly as you are. You, your heart, your mind, your body, your spirit, your gender expression, your sexuality, and the way you love, all of those are created perfectly in God's image. You are created on purpose, and your purpose is to fully love yourself, connect deeply with others, and to share your love with the rest of the world. So Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, however you choose to celebrate. And remember, it's you who gets to choose. You are loved.